Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, bringing you another solo episode today. I have a lot of these one-on-one calls, right? These these free strategy calls, these free clarity calls that I offer. And there's something that comes up over and over and over. And I bet this is something that probably plagues you, uh, just like it plagues a lot of people who I speak with. And that's what I want to talk about today. So we're going to dive right in. Not going to get into too much chit-chat right here. I just want to, I uh, just want to start sharing with you just just right away because this has come up so much, and it. You know, I get on the phone with these folks and they tell me what's holding them back and they tell me that they know there's more potential in them. They tell me they they know they're leaving too much on the table. They tell me that time is running out and there's no time left to underperform. And I just hear this repetitively. I hear it over and over again. So I know this is a common problem. I know this is a common challenge. And and I hear people say that they want to commit, right? They want to make a change. They want to slay the beast and they wanna they wanna kill the beast. So what is the beast? What is that beast that is holding you back, that's stealing your success, stealing your potential, robbing you of the life that you know that you can live? And here it is in one word, complacency. It's such a simple word, complacency, but there's so much packed into that word, right? You might be complacent in one area of your life, but you're crushing it in another area. I got one client who he is crushing it in fitness. I mean, this guy's like marathoner, uh, just active. He ran, he went, went to Germany, ran a marathon. But there's other areas of his life where he's complacent. And he knows that. And we work on that. And so that might be you too. If you think about your life, there's probably somewhere where you're crushing it, and there's probably another area where you're complacent, or you know there's more in you. You know you're leaving too much on the table. You know there's another level. You know there's another gear inside of you. You feel like you're like you're driving with the parking brake on. And as usual, I'm going to give you tactics, right? I'm going to give you, we're going to talk strategy. We're going to talk theory. But as always, I'm going to give you real stuff, tactics that you can actually act upon. So stick with me here. And so this, compl- where does this complacency come from first? So what you have to really, you have to put a name to this stuff. You have to be able to put your finger on it because when you can put your finger on it, it's a little it's a little more approachable, a little less scary, something you feel like you can wrap your arms around a little bit easier. My wife is a, a licensed therapist and she works mostly with kids, Allie does. And when she helps kids name what their challenge is or name their feeling, it's so much easier. The kid goes, ah, okay, now that now I get it. Okay, there's a name for this thing, right? This thing called anxiety or anger or fear or whatever that thing is, right? If they can put their na- a name to it, then it's not so scary. It's like, okay, that's not just this ugly feeling I have inside of me. There's actually a name to it, right? And then once you have a name, you can go, okay, well, what are some strategies to deal with that? So I want to help you wrap your head around your complacency, right? And, and 
maybe you're you're like I said, maybe you're crushing it in one area and it's just another area where you have you you have some complacency. So maybe it's around fear, right? Maybe you're complacent because you know if you had to move forward in that area of your life, you would have to face something you fear, right? Maybe it's somewhere where you failed before or struggled before. You tried, you got your hand slapped, or you got knocked down. Maybe you're complacent for a totally different reason. Maybe you are complacent because of mediocrity. Maybe there's mediocrity all around you, right? Maybe in your neighborhood, maybe in your workplace, there's just mediocrity. And that's making you complacent because you're just stuck in that rut and you're settling for mediocre. Maybe it's maybe you're complacent because of comfort. Maybe you feel like, you know, there's this short-term comfort that just feels good, right? Hitting snooze on that alarm, right? Like this morning, F3, I went to my F3 workout and it was would have been so comfortable to sleep in because it was raining outside. I woke up 5.09 is when I wake up on those mornings, 5.09 a.m. And I did it, right? I gave up the short-term comfort for the long-term contentment. Gave up my short-term comfort for long-term contentment. And it was hard, right? It was hard to get out of bed, but I did it. And now I'm content. I feel so much better, right? And so many people who I speak with. So anyway, that, that's kind of, they're, they're, maybe it's fear, maybe it's mediocrity, maybe it's comfort. Those are, those are some things that are holding you back. Maybe you're complacent because you don't know the first step. You don't know what that next action item is. So now we've given some names. We've given some sort of, I've enabled you to kind of put your finger on whatever that complacency is. Now let's talk about it a little bit more. Right? Complacency means like you're not living intentionally. You're not making the commitment to change that you know you need to make. You're not investing in getting to the next level. You're not complacent though, when you have to get your car fixed, are you? You have to get it fixed. You're not complacent if you have a heart attack, right? You call not, you drop what you're doing and you call 911. You're not complacent when, you're, when you get a phone call from the school and your kid is sick. You drop what you do, what you're doing, and you go get your kid. You're not complacent when you're out of a job or you get a notice from the electric company that your utilities are going to be shut off if you don't play, if you don't pay. So why are you complacent about making a commitment to the life that you want to live? When there's something urgent, you make that commitment, right? You're not complacent. But what you're doing right now in that area of your life that you're, where you're complacent, that you're, you're costing yourself something, right? Maybe it's healthy years at the end of your life. Maybe it's contentment right now. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's experiences with people you love. It's costing you something. It's costing you happiness. It's costing you joy. But if you don't identify what you need to do and where that complacency is coming from, you're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay in that rut. You're not going to move forward. You know, think about that life that you want to live. Maybe it's, maybe there's something, maybe the, the next step for you to do is, is, have that date night with your spouse or work out or approach that mentor who can answer your question about starting that business. Listen, you know there's no time left underperform. You know the time is running out. You know the clock is ticking. You know you're leaving too much on the table. If you know those things, then you've got to take action. Just one step. The next step. 
pick up the phone or schedule the appointment or buy the book or create the account or, or show up at the office of that person or, or schedule the workout or pay the money, you know that there's other people out there who have achieved what you want to do. Lesser people. People with fewer connections or less money or less education or less good looking. Whatever it is that you think that you need to get there, other people have done it. You know, Dr. Gilbert, who is uh, the host of the Success Hotline, he said this, this great story not long ago. He talked about if, you know, sometimes he'll take like a padlock, like a lock, you know, combination lock, you know, turn right, left, right, you know, three numbers. And sometimes he'll take that with him to an audience and he'll hold it up and say, if I'll, I'll give, you, give you $100 if you can solve this in five minutes. And nobody takes him up on it because he tells him there's like, I don't know, 30,000 combinations or possible combinations or something, right? And he says, well, you know, what if I told you you could do this in just a few seconds? And nobody believes him. But all he says is, well, if I help, you know, if you want to know the combination of this lock, if you want to try to figure out the combination to this lock in just a few seconds, all you have to do, because I know. Because I know the combination. All you have to do is ask me, right? Somebody out there knows the combination, knows the code, has broken the code to doing what you want to do. So pick up the phone or schedule the appointment or buy the book. Take that next step. Like I said, lesser people have achieved what you want. One of the, one of the questions that I ask people early in my, my clients, early in my program, is what's holding you back? And if that answer is anything other than myself, then we've got more work to do. Because what's holding you back is you. Yeah, I know you can say your boss or your background or your parents or your financial situation. I know. I know. But Eric Weinmayer didn't say that. Eric Weinmayer, I don't know the actual podcast episode off the top of my head, but I'll have Leica put that in the action plan. When I interviewed Eric Weinmayer, who kayaked the Grand Canyon and climbed Mount Everest, if you ask him what's holding you back, guess what he's going to say? Nobody but myself. By the way, did I mention he's blind? What's holding you back? If it's anything other than myself, other than you, you've got work to do. You've got work to do. What's holding you back? It's you, right? Your mindset. So I'm going to give you some strategies here for dealing with complacency. I'm going to give you six strategies here. All right, here we go. Number one, identify the first step. Just the first step. That's it. You don't have to see the whole way down the path. You can drive from New York City to Los Angeles in the dark, only seeing one or 200 feet in front of you. In the car headlights. You can drive the whole way across the country only seeing a couple hundred feet in front of you. You don't need to see the whole way down the path because when you, when you take the first step down any path, when you take the first step down any path, guess what? You're going to be able to see a little bit further down the path. You can say, oh, I can go right or I can go left or I can keep going straight. Or you might say, you know what? There's a cliff there. I don't need, I'm, I'm not going to take another step. What is the first step? Know that you don't have to know the whole way to get there. Just one step, right? It might be 
scheduling that appointment with a doctor or scheduling the appointment with um, a consultant or a coach or a fitness coach or maybe it's buying a book or listening to a podcast. What's the first step? Just one. Not two, not three, not five. Just one. Because once you take that first step, the next two, three, four steps, they're going to come into view. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, second way to battle complacency is use the five-minute rule. What is the five-minute rule? The five-minute rule is this. Sit down, only give yourself five minutes to work on your plan. You see, most of the things that you want to accomplish are big, nebulous tasks, right? Like if you want to climb Mount Everest and you're not a mountaineer, you go, man, I don't even know where to start. It's such a big task that it's the start that stops you. It's the start that stops most people. So you've got this big, nebulous task. Give yourself five minutes. Guess what you're going to figure out in the first five minutes of planning your, your climb of Mount Everest if you've never been a mountaineer before? You're going to say, oh, you know what the first thing I need to do? I need to probably buy a book on mountaineering. Or maybe I'm going to find a local mountaineer who lives in my town and have coffee with that person. Maybe I'm going to read a book or listen to a podcast or watch a movie. I'm going to learn a little bit about mountaineering. So that's going to be your first step, right? When you use that five-minute roll, you take this big nebulous task and you go, okay, let me just give myself five minutes to wrap my head around this. That, again, is going to illuminate the next steps for you. All right, number three, third way to crush complacency. Burn the boats. Register for the race or hire the coach or join the gym or tell somebody else you're doing it. Make the commitment. Get some accountability, all right? Burn the boats, all right? If th- there's, there's big ones and big ways to do this and small ways to do this. Here's F3 this morning I talked about. Burn the boats for me, I drive. <laughs> I've got a neighbor. He and I always go, actually two neighbors now, and uh, I drive. So guess what? Jim's got to go. They're expecting me. They're waiting for me. I burned the boats. There's no way out for me. I got to show up. They're standing out there at 520 in the morning waiting for Jim. I've made that commitment. Okay? So burning the boats doesn't mean you have to quit your job tomorrow, although it might mean that. But burn the boats could be a much smaller commitment. All right, number four. I've said this before. Now listen, this one, just like all the other ones, this isn't sexy, but success at anything is the fundamentals. It's the blocking and tackling. You want to be elite at anything? Fall in love with the fundamentals. Here we go. Number four, you ready? Journal. Journal. Get a notebook. Get a pen. Put it in your hand. Sit down. Turn off your phone. Close the door and start writing. Just start writing. Again, maybe you give yourself five minutes. What am I going to journal on, Jim? Journal on what's the next step. Journal on what do I fear. Journal on what's holding me back. Journal on what mediocrity is around me. Journal on what comfort, short-term comfort, am I dealing with? Or do I, do I seek, do I want, do I enjoy that's holding me back from long-term commitment or contentment? Journal. Maybe it's just opening up a Word doc, right? Open up a Word doc, open up a Google doc. Shoot, open up an email. Just start typing. 
Save it as a draft. It doesn't matter where you do this at. You driving? Start dictating. Okay? Journal. Talk out loud. Coach yourself. Get that voice, that little voice inside of you that wants to kick you in the ass and bring it to the surface and let's hear it. Let it speak to you. All right, that's number four. Number five, what is the environment around you that's facilitating your complacency? What's your environment of excellence? Identify the things that are holding you back in your environment, okay? If you've heard me talk about the environment of excellence before, it's this, M-A-P-S, maps. Just like you need a map to get from point A to point B, you need a map to create your environment of excellence. Maps, M-A-P-S, M stands for media. What's the media I'm listening to, right? Is it the average crap that's on the radio, the talk radio? Listen, that's fine. But if that's just the mediocrity holding you back, get something that's going to raise the level, something that's going to challenge you, something that's going to educate you, something that's going to move you forward. What's the media that you allow into your life? Is it the media of mediocrity? Facebook, social media, Choose something like this, like this conversation I'm having with you right now. Choose this. Choose more of this. And by the way, do you know somebody who needs this in their life? If you do, forward this to them. JimHarshawJr.com slash 193. That's 193. Forward this to somebody. Send them a text message. Share it with somebody. You know somebody out there who needs this. Okay, so number one is M, is media. A, area. What's the physical space around you like? Is it cluttered? Is it a mess? Does it facilitate your success? Or does it hold you back, right? I have a standing desk. Do you have, uh, do you have healthy food, snacks, water nearby that will help you work at your optimum level? Do you have quotes that will motivate you and push you? Is it well lit? I mean, think of things like that. A, M, A, P. P is for people. You know this. You've been told this a million times. Guess what? Fundamentals. Fall in love with the fundamentals. Who are the people you have in your life? Are you, are you choosing them intentionally? That's the key word here. Are you living intentionally? Are you choosing the people you spend your time with intentionally? Are you reaching out to people? People who are doing what you already want to do. People who are going to challenge you or raise your level. Are you spending your time around mediocrity. Okay, S is for speech or self-talk. What are you saying? What are you saying to yourself? Are you holding yourself back, right? With your talk out loud, ah, I can't do that. Ah, I'm no good at that. Ah, I love to eat junk food so much I can't, you know, I can't do that. Are you holding yourself back with your own self-talk? Ah, I don't know how to start a business. I don't know how to write a book. Are you holding yourself back with your own self-talk and your out loud talk? M-A-P-S. That's your environment of excellence. That's number five. Okay, last one, number six. Here we go. Are you ready? Last thing to crush complacency. Do something you fear. Do something scary. That one thing that you know that you have to do that's scary, that's holding you back, do it. And when you do it, be poised. What's the worst thing that can happen to you? What's the worst thing that could happen to you? Your success is found through your fear. 
You're going to have to do something you fear. Think about anything you've ever done in your life that has resulted in success. Guess what? You had to do something you feared, didn't you? Yes, you did. There was something hard, something scary, something that required commitment, something that required fear. Do something scary. Like I said, it doesn't have to be quit your job tomorrow, but it can be pick up the phone, make that phone call. Okay, so you've got tactics. You've got the strategy. You've got the mindset now. You know what you need to do. You can turn this podcast off and go back to complacency, or you can turn this podcast off and do something about it. Again, I'm not saying, listen, this is, I'm, I'm starting from a place of, of positivity and success. I know you're in a good place in your life in certain areas. I also know there's other areas of your life where you're complacent. So you're going to step up and move forward, or are you going to stay with the status quo? Are you going to continue with your complacency? Or are you going to make that change happen? If you want to have a conversation with me about that, there's no strings attached. We can do that. JimHarshawJr.com slash apply. Happy to have that conversation with you. But you know there are plenty of next steps you can do. That can be one. JimHarshawJr.com slash apply. If you want to get the action plan from this, print it out, post it on your wall. JimHarshawJr.com slash action. Grab the action plan. JimHarshawJr.com slash action. I love it. I hope you love this too. I'm fired up now. I'm going to go crush some complacency myself. And as always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success.